that you're tuning in. Happy Tuesday. So today is going to be the first business edition of Bad Thought Therapy. I'm a business owner and I've been in business for almost five years. Um, Prior to being a full-time business owner, I was a teacher for over 30 years. And let me tell you, I have learned so much. Business is one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done. And I'm, I'm still growing and learning, of course. And I have to admit right out the gate that I am both the student and the teacher. I'm trying to learn all I can, but I'm trying to also share what I have learned, especially to young people who want to go into business, aspiring business owners. So, owners. so everything that I learn, I plan to share with others who are willing to, to listen. So I'm doing this episode on supply and demand. And, I, and I'll tell you why I'm doing it, because I, I met a young man who was trying to sell his clothing. And so from that little exchange and just watching him and asking him, did he understand supply and demand and him answering no, I said, OK, I've got a, somebody out there might be trying to go into business. And this is a basic concept that you have to understand. If you do not understand supply and demand, it's going to be very hard to sustain a business. And let me tell you, I'm in a business where so many people discourage me. I know there's some people probably shocked that I'm still in business because when I started, I made the mistake of sharing my dream with too many people. And that's one of the mindsets that you have to have when you're going in. Bad thought therapy is all about thought. So one of the mindsets that you have to have is you have to believe in yourself. You have to have the, this unwavering belief and resolve that you're supposed to be doing what you're doing. And let me tell you, if everybody around you doesn't understand that and you believe that, you will be successful. I am an example of that because I'm in a business where people said, oh, you're not going to be able to do it this way. Everything is moving to um, digital. Everything is going to be online. And I am I'm still in business. I've been business full time. I left teaching last year. And my business, and we're doing okay. I haven't missed a bill. I haven't missed a meal. I have not missed anything. And so I believe that it is our responsibility to share the things that we know and we have learned to help other people. And I pray that this podcast help you to start a business, to sustain your business, and grow your business. And as I learn new things, I'm going to share new things. So Bad thought therapy, again, is about thoughts. And so there are some thoughts that you have to have when you're going to go into business. This mindset is what will keep you going when you do get a little discouraged, when days don't seem to be as successful or as prosperous as you think they should be. So you have to be able to, number one, have an unwavering belief that you're supposed to be doing what you're doing. If you get into something because it looks like somebody else is having fun or making money from it, and you only get into that business because of that, you might not be able to keep that going. Because in business, business is like, you know, I'm from Florida, and we have low tide and high tide. And sometimes, you know, business can be like low tide, and sometimes it can be high tide. And you have to be able to ride that wave. 
And if you're just getting into it because you think it can make you a lot of money or it looks like it's doing that, you might not be able to ride those waves. You know, you might get caught up in an undertow and you might end up, you know, not being able to sustain your business. So you want to make sure that you have an unwavering lead. This is what I'm supposed to do. How do you get that? You got to have passion. I am in a business that I am very, very passionate about. Before I started my business on the side, I was still teaching. I was passionate about literacy. I was passionate about learning. I was passionate about education. So I knew that I needed to have a business that was closely connected to that. And I have that unwavering belief. And so many people tried to tell me it wouldn't work. And it was sometimes at first, it was sort of discouraging to think, wow, no one really believes in me or the majority of people don't believe in me. But I made the mistake of sharing my dream with too many people. And that's the other mindset you have to have. You have to make sure that you keep some things in your heart and there may be a close family member or a close friend that you can share things with but when something is for you everybody else may not understand it so I want you to be very careful about sharing your dreams out loud it's very good to have dreams and to have goals but I'm, I'm one of those people I don't believe you need to make everything public we live in a day and age, you know, social media where everybody is posting everything. Um, something's very, very personal. And some of the personal things are fabricated and some are true. But nevertheless, I strongly discourage you from sharing your dreams. Write down your dreams and your goals and keep them in a safe place. And only share them with people that you know have unconditional love for you you have to have that mindset it's not about you have something to hide or you know you 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 should be private because we're already our privacy is already sort of compromised um because to a certain extent you almost have to be when you have a business you have to be public you have to have social media you have to have some kind of you know presence on the internet and so you do have to have that but you want to be very careful about sharing everything that you're trying to do because whatever the reason there are a lot of negative people in the world there are positive people but you've got to have that mindset of optimism you have to have the unresolved just unwavering belief that you are going to be successful it doesn't matter if people don't see it they don't have to see it you have to know that and the one thing you got to have is passion if you don't have passion you're not going to be able to get up in the morning sometimes when you may not even feel like it even though you want to do what you want to do you gotta have that passion you have to know that you are supposed to be doing this special thing another mindset is of service um, you know, before I get to the, the supply and demand, all of these things are necessary in order for you to really be able to understand the concept of supply and demand. Service is the key to success. I'm going to say that one more time. Service, a mindset to serve others, to help them, to give them something that they need and want is the key to you not only sustaining your business, but growing your business. Before I got into business, I would hear people say things like, you know, I want to work for myself. 
I know a person and she will often post things like unbossed, you know, people boss free, I'm the boss. But let me tell you, the truth is that when you're in business, your customers are really, those are your bosses. Those are the people that you should be focused on giving them a product or service that they need or want is what will allow them or what will drive them to keep coming back to you. If you're not willing to serve others and listen to others and respect others and consider what their needs are, it may be hard to sustain your business. And to be honest, if you went out right now and you started researching success in business, what you will discover is that most businesses fail. It might even discourage you from trying your business. But I can assure you, as someone who is not just talking about what I read or what I heard, I practice business. I'm an active business owner. And I can assure you that if you have a mindset of service and you are trying to help other people, you will be successful in business. Many people, and I've seen this happen, they go into business and the only person they're thinking about is themselves and what they're mainly thinking about is getting money for themselves money in business this is my opinion is a byproduct of being willing to serve others give them a product or service that they value that they need and that they want and sometimes in your mind you can have you know a product or service that you think they want but you have to be willing to listen to them when they say, you know, I would like to have this. And I'm going to give you some examples. I have a bookstore. And when I first started the business, I was mainly selling books that I read or that I would read. I'm in an urban setting and that's intentional. And I really don't read. I haven't read a lot of urban fiction and I probably won't read a lot of it. But as customers would come to my business, they would say, well, do you have this book or that book? I could have had the mindset, and this is what this young man that I want to talk about a little later did. I could have had the mindset, well, we're not going to sell those books. I had several customers ask me about Donald Goins. <laughs> and if you research Donald Goins, he wrote about things that happened in the ghetto. And, you know, his language was very explicit. And I didn't want to sell his books at first. But I had so many customers ask me again. I had to be willing to give my customers what they wanted. So I started buying urban fiction and I started buying Donald Goins. And guess what? I cannot keep those books on the table fast enough because the customers wanted that. So if you have a mindset like this young man, I want to talk about him because he's the really the inspiration for me doing this. One day, maybe about two weeks ago, there was a young man that came to the mall and he was selling some clothing. And I was really, really um, admired him because he was trying to sell clothing, you know, not sell something that could hurt our people or pollute our neighborhoods. But he was really trying to sell just clothing. And I thought, wow, that's great. So when he came to me, you know, his sales technique was off and I'm going to be doing something on that sales technique matters depending on what you're selling a lot of people want to use the kind of hey you know shout it shout it call you know call people over and sort of harass people that is not the technique that I use and I encourage people not to use that technique there are other ways that you can get people to be drawn to you and come to you 
rather than you going out or just kind of hollering out what you have. But anyway, he was in the mall trying to sell his clothing. And I couldn't buy the clothing because it was just beyond my budget. And then my fashion (laughs) style is very conservative. So it was nice stuff, but I couldn't afford it. So, But I did want to support him. So I said, okay, I'm going to give you a donation. It was small. And I just gave him a little bit of advice. He seemed to be listening um, at that time. And then while he was there, I had a customer who apparently was a business owner. And he gave him some really good advice because one of the things he was telling the guy was the demand for the clothing in the mall would be less because almost all the businesses are already selling clothing. And then this young man's price was his price margin was so high that the demand for his clothing would be low. You got to understand that price also drives the demand. Demand is simply what people want. And so the guy seemed like he listened and I made a mistake of kind of overstepping my bounds. And I told the customer, I said, hey, would you like to make a donation to him? And he said something I will never forget. He said, I do not make donations. I do not give money to able-bodied men. And I had to respect that. And I was fortunate enough that that man, that customer still bought some books from me. My point is that the young man heard him and heard us but he didn't listen so later he came back my daughter decided that she would support him she'd buy something from him no matter what it cost and I thought that was beautiful but then I shared with him that because the Braves had won the World Series had he thought about trying to get a hold of some Brave shirts because they were hot right now it's like people are coming to the mall the demand asking where they can go to buy Brave shirts and we had already brought bought some brave paraphernalia ourselves and so I told him I said if you could get a hold of some brave shirts you would really make a make a killing out here now he again he was coming to the mall and he was selling maybe one or two shirts a day and most people were just giving him a donation because they saw a young man trying hard to not do criminal activity but to do sell something that was positive And, you know, he's out here, he could be doing a thousand different things. And I think people supported him for that. But I told him he could make way more money. You know what he said to me? He said, I'm not interested in selling that. He said, I just want to sell my brand. So I felt a little bad because, you know, I tried to tell him, look, you could sell your brand, but if you sell these shirts. But I didn't want to push it too far because at that point I realized he was not willing to listen And I asked him, I said, do you understand what supply and demand is? And at first he said, yes. And I said, well, tell me what it is. And then he, it was clear that he was not sure what supply and demand is or was. So I just want to say, if you don't, if people want something and you have it, they will buy it. Think about the pandemic. Everybody needed masks. There were companies that never thought about making masks. But guess what? As soon as the pandemic hit, because of demand, was there they started making masks we made a killing when the pandemic when the middle of the pandemic and we were in a public place and the mall required and it still does require that people wear masks the demand for masks was great that we started selling masks there are other companies that sell masks too and we made good money from those masks to be honest but if we had just said okay we, we're not going to sell masks because we don't you know we're not mask people we would have missed out on those sales. 
Same things with t-shirts, our sales. When Juneteenth was made a national holiday, the person who, we already sell shirts. And so, but the person, my shirt person said, you know, you all should get a hold of this, this Juneteenth shirt, these Juneteenth shirts. They're hot right now. And at first I told her no. And then people started coming to the mall and asking, is there anywhere in here where I can buy Juneteenth shirts? Before I knew it, I had ordered some Juneteenth shirts. The demand was there and I was able to supply. We have almost sold out. We only have the largest sizes left. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how you make money. You have to be flexible. That's another key mindset, key thought is flexibility. You have to be willing to make changes and adjust what you're selling. My business license, I'm a retail business owner, so I can sell just about any product that is legal. You have to be willing to be flexible in order to stay in the business. And that's what that demand will do. It it, it forces you to be flexible. But if you're not flexible, if you say, I'm only going to sell my brand, I'm not going to sell the shirts that people want, it's going to be hard to stay in business. So again, I want to recap what we've talked about. Number one is service. You know, there's no such thing as working for yourself. In business, you're really working for other people. You're helping them. You're giving them a product, a service that they need or want. You have to be have the mindset of flexibility. Again, I talked about the mask. Because of the pandemic, we started selling masks. I had to be flexible. I had to sell genres of literature that I personally may not read. Some things I have read, but my kind of reading would be more James Baldwin, Toni Morrison, Bernice McFadden, Terry McMillan. You know, those are uh, Jay California Cooper, my favorite author. There's no way that I could stay in business in an urban setting if I was not willing to sell urban literature. You have to be flexible. You have to be humble. You know, sometimes people come to us and they give us advice and they say things. And if I thought I had all the answers and I just would not open my mind to listen to some of the suggestions that people make, I probably would not be in business. And even when people say things that maybe I already know or I've already considered, I don't say that to them. If you're going to be in business, you have to be humble. You have to be willing to listen to your customers and make them understand, not just feel like they're important and pretend, but really believe they are important. Many times business owners will come and they'll share things with us that we already know, but humility doesn't allow me to say, oh, I know that. You don't need to tell me what to do. I felt sort of bad for this young man because the fact that he's out here selling his brand, and he said he had put $2,000 into getting what he already had, I felt a little bad that he wasn't open enough and humble enough to be able to listen to even consider saying, hey, maybe I can get a hold of some brave shirts. And what he didn't know was that I was willing to jumpstart his business and help him get those shirts that would sell more. We could have worked together because, you know, as an educator, one of the things that I I always kept close to me was how can I help my students beyond just academia? I taught students who had economic needs. They, they, They were, you know, situations where they needed money for food, for shelter and clothing. 
And I could give them hope. I could give them encouragement. But it's not the same. They need it so much more. So you have to be humble, you know. And if you're not humble to receive advice and suggestions and at least think about them, you don't have to follow everything your customers say. But you do want to have the the other thing that I'm going to talk about is respect. You want to have respect for them. Now, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes the customers are not respectful of you. I am a strong believer that two wrongs don't make a right. So even when customers are not respectful to me, I don't still need to engage them and be disrespectful. They're not worth me getting into an argument with or going to jail for. I work in a community where people come in and they have personal issues and it's not personalized when they're being disrespectful or they're being rude. Um, that's not that's not personalized because they're like that wherever they are. And so I have an obligation to be respectful in spite of. So let's go back to that supply and demand because we're running out of time. One of the things that I, I want to remind you of is that be thinking about what is happening in society, what is going on around you and determine what people need. That is a demand. And you remember during the pandemic and everybody needed toilet tissue, that demand for toilet tissue increased and then more people started selling toilet tissue and making toilet tissue. That's supply and demand. You are only going to stay into business when you are offering something that people want, that they demand. Therefore, you have to be flexible. You have to be humility. You have to have a certain, remember, business is about serving them. So you can sell whatever, you know, clothing is a wonderful thing to sell because we all have to have clothing. But if it's not the clothing that anybody wants to wear, how are you going to maintain your business? So you have to be humble. You have to be flexible. You have to have a mindset of service. And you have to listen to people I've always said that listening is one of the greatest acts of humility and respect. And many times when we're doing something and we kind of like, we feel like we're the captain of the ship or, you know, we're the head of this situation, we're the boss. Oftentimes people are not willing to listen and they're not willing to be respectful. You have to be, pay attention to what the needs are. Right now we're living in an unprecedented time Things are shifting. People need different things that they might not have needed before. So you want to make sure that you are paying attention and being willing to supply something that may pop up. Look at what happened with schools at the time of the pandemic. I was a teacher and, um, you know, there were already people who had online schools and virtual schools, but that increased Trust me, as the pandemic came about, people started shifting and they started doing their um, educational programs online. I knew people that had businesses and had conferences and had all kinds of activities going on and they were doing that online. Now, I'm going to be honest, I couldn't see how people had a festival online, people trying to have festivals online, but what they were trying to do, and I don't want you to miss the point, They were trying to supply the demand of people still wanting to connect. Virtual connection, though, however, is not the same, but it is nevertheless some form of connection. So that is this episode 
on Business Edition, first Business Edition episode of Bad Thought Therapy. Again, I want to recap the mindset that you need to have, the thoughts that you need to have, because Bad Thought Therapy is all about thoughts. you got to have the thoughts to serve. You have to think about ways you can serve people. You can give them something that will help them. You have to be flexible. Times change and you have to be willing to make adjustments and make changes in order to be successful in business. And you also have to be humble. Humility means that you're willing to listen to your customers. I told you I didn't want to sell certain books because you know I don't read that particular genre of books. But I had to be humble. I had to say, you know what? My customers want Donald Goins. My customers want urban fiction. And guess what? I'm going to give it to them. And guess what? I'm still in business. And you can still be in business too. I want to thank you for tuning in. I hope this episode helps you to be a successful business owner. More episodes are going to come. Whatever you do, do not give up. If you know in your heart that you're supposed to be doing what you're doing and you have passion, do not give up. Remember to guard your dreams. Be very protective of your dreams because there are dream killers. There are dream slayers. There are people out there that's trying to stop other people's dream. And I can say this, you know, maybe I shouldn't say it like that. They're not necessarily trying to be negative. They just don't see what is inside of you. They don't see what God has put in your mind and in your heart. And so you want to be, you want to guard that. You want to be very protective of that. So again, I am Sheree Hardy. Thank you for tuning in. I hope this helped you. You can contact me at badthoughttherapy at gmail.com. Also check out the website, badthoughttherapy.com. Have a beautiful day.